0: It's cold, Dan. <laughs> Seems like a
1: weird way to start this ad. <laughs>
0: I'm just talking about how cold
1: it is. It is pretty cold, yeah. Andy.
0: Man, I, um, it's you know I did start funny, but like I I wanted to draw attention to the fact that it is uh-huh. very cold outside. It is, and uh, we got people living out there in the cold in our own city, Dan. Yeah. It's upsetting
1: more and more all the time. Unfortunately, yeah. with with the way the world's going, but fortunately there's a little something you can do about it. Mm -hmm. There's more than a little something you can do about it, but uh, there's a pretty easy way to help. Yeah. And that is
0: the the Southwestern Missouri Missouri Solidarity Solidarity Fund Network. Network. Yeah. Oh, boy. (laughs) We're doing a great job of helping this company.
1: We really are. This organization. Uh, SWMO underscore solidarity. That's where you can find them on Twitter you can also Venmo at S W M O underscore solidarity to get them the funds that they SWMO need. S W M O underscore
0: solidarity on Venmo or Twitter. They do a lot of stuff to help people in the Ozarks who currently have no place, uh, to be sheltered.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's uh, really good what they're doing out there. Uh, No fun bit for this week's ad, like the last ones. Mm. Uh, We just really... (laughs) We just love what they're doing, and we want to continue to support them in in whatever way we can. Uh, And This is our minor way of doing so, is telling people about it. So please go out there and support their network. The Southwest Missouri Mm -hmm. Solidarity Network. S-W-M-O underscore Solidarity. Let's start the show, Dan. Let's do it. Now? Yes, now. (laughs) Okay, let's do it. Spring Food Mode! Most people know about Springfield's three sister cities, but did you know we also have a cousin city? Oh, wait. Oh, no. It says here our cousin city is tr- 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 Transylvania.
0: Live to a hard drive from the deep, dark heart of Victor Lurvie Park. You were listening to Springfield to Spring Food Mo, mm-hmm. America's number one podcast about restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. My name is Andy Carr. And my name is Dan
1: Howell. Back in the saddle again. That's right. We have not recorded since what the middle of December, something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been twenty twenty five days, maybe. This is our first recording session in uh the
0: year twenty twenty one, the year of our Edge Lord. That's <laughs> right, folks. And we're doing That's that at right. a
1: whole new level this year. <laughs> in the year of the Edge lords imagine us being
0: Edge Lords. You know what? <laughs> Crispy fries aren't even really that good.
1: That should be our new persona. We should uh, we should start to get aligned with a. Uh, uh, we should get our podcast banned from Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> gummy chicken is actually the best chicken. Oh yeah, I like the spongy type of chicken.
0: <laughs> IPAs are good, actually. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, that is the thing I say. <laughs> I do. I do stand up for people who still like IPAs. Sure,
1: I enjoy a nice IPA,
0: Dan. How was a break
1: from the show? How did you enjoy it or not enjoy it? Um, well, I, I, I enjoyed it a lot. First of all, I've been getting a lot of rest mm, yeah. um, because I think that we removed the not getting rest part. Yeah, I, th- I
0: think we decided we're only going to go to good restaurants uh-huh. now. So yeah. the honestly, I've been sleeping a little <laughs> bit more restfully once we <laughs> cut out the mediocrity from the premise
1: yeah nice and rested from the lovely break uh wearing my brand new fleece that my lovely girlfriend mm. got me yeah boy is it warm you know just just uh the 2021 off to a banging start bunch of new listeners from Dan, the crystal quaid episode
0: i think we need to do a beard check-in for you mm-hmm.
1: because it looks incredible buddy okay it looks so good so it's it's funny that you mentioned this because I'm just now remembering. I, I also had the idea to do a beard check. Oh, okay. Because it does look better. I started uh-huh. it at the end of August. Yeah. But right now, Andy, you're getting a bit of a Instagram filter oh. on my face, if you will. Okay. Because my girlfriend last night, the lovely Anonymous, uh-huh. I think we're gonna go back to that. Sure. She put Some eyebrow pencil in here. She filled the bad boy in. Whoa. Those spots on my cheeks that do not grow hair, Uh they continue to not grow hair. Uh Believe me you. Dan. But she filled it in. It looks awesome. It looks so good. Hey. Hey. You
0: know? Like it was, it was striking <laughs> when you walked in. I was like, "Wow!" It really filled in.
1: I mean, you over literally just saw me yesterday before the uh, <laughs> the penciling, and it so. was not striking exactly. then. That's yeah. hilarious. It must have been. It shocking. wasn't like
0: I noticed it looking patchy then. I, mm-hmm. I just
1: looked at it today. I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, it looks like a real man's beard. <laughs> it is long enough now to where it does cover up. The parts that do not grow hair, uh-huh. but with, with the aid, like you can still see a little bit of that peachy skin mm-hmm. under there. So, uh, with the aid of that, you're uh, wearing that it pencil. well. Looks good on you. Hey, thanks. You look, you look j- good as a bearded man. Just received a trimmer for Christmas as well. Hey, uh, don't so, I use got my that. first trimmer. I, I think I might shape it up a little bit. Uh, Shave
0: the head bald. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. Keep
1: the beard bald, the head. I've been bald. It was <laughs> oh, I bad. Know. It was really really bad. <laughs> I didn't like it. I uh I didn't look like Billy Zane like I wanted to. Mm. Did you just think it would change your entire facial structure oh, yeah. when you shaved your head? Yeah, I thought I was going to get like a couple inches taller
0: <laughs> <laughs> and ripped. Yeah, a couple more inches would uh-huh. do it. Yeah.
1: I thought I was going to be the phantom, honestly. I missed the beginning of that movie, and I thought that it was him shaving his head bald that made him into the phantom. I missed I the part used about to the ring. Mix
0: it up the phantom and the shadow. Sure. The shadow.
1: Sure. Similar era there.
0: Yeah, two. Mostly forgotten '90s superhero mm-hmm. movies. Then you've also got like uh, Dark that, Man. Dark uh, Man. No, that uh, one's good. No, 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 no. That is it. Christopher Walken. I don't know. Is he played Dark Man? Whoever it is, could be a uh, Baldwin. Good movie, <laughs> says a person who can't remember who played <laughs> the. That's a Sam Raimi movie. Oh, okay. Uh, it's really good. Uh, you know, he went on to make uh, the first three Spider-Man films. Dan. Oh, the the. The, 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 yeah, the Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man, the Spider-Man, uh-huh. Spider-Mans. Yeah. Yeah, the Spider-Man, Yeah. Well, there's only one Spider-Man. So I mm-hmm. think it is Spider-Man's. Well, there's sure. not only one Spider-Man, Dan. <laughs> we're getting deep into Spider-Man canon now. The whole deal with him now is there's a whole bunch of them. Uh-huh.
1: Oh, Andy, that reminds me. Mm. We haven't even announced we're going to be in the, in the third Spider-Man movie coming up. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. They're bringing back everybody. They're, they've they got uh, Spider Dan. Topher Grace, I think, is mm-hmm. coming back. And then Andy and I, uh, who famously, I think we were in the Jamie Foxx one. Yeah. That's right. You mean The uh, uh, Amazing Spider Man 2? Uh huh. Yeah. He was Electro, and, and we were uh, Sparky and you know, uh, uh, Plug Man. <laughs> sparky and Plug Man. Yeah. yeah. It, it is really something.
0: They had all. Of those, you know, adjectives sitting there. I guess it's verbs, whatever. And they just went with Amazing Spider-Man 2. Couldn't have done the spectacular Spider-Man, which is just sitting there. Uh the magnificent Spider-Man. Why not? They just went with eh, he's back.
1: Just the amazing. He's not any more amazing. He's just back for him for more. Andy, it's it's too confusing for audiences. Uh, it it mm-hmm. you know, they they can't keep track of all this stuff. You you call it the spectacular Spider-Man they're going to they, think it's a different Spider-Man. Yeah, they don't know if it's Andrew Garfield playing yeah. Spider-Man or f- regular and, Garfield. And who could handle a
0: movie with more than one Spider-Man? <laughs> yeah, you know.
1: And I want to touch back on Garfield playing Spider-Man real quick.
0: <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Garfield,
1: the yeah. lasagna eating spider. Instead of Andrew uh-huh. Garfield. And he That's doesn't want to uh, solve crime on Mondays. <laughs> I think John. Imagine John
0: as Spider-Man. Just, <laughs> just sad all the time. You're a real John lonely. type. <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, without the
1: Garfield, which somehow makes it sadder.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, we—you've probably seen Garfield, Garfield without Uh Garfield, which is Uh great comic strip where some artist removes Garfield from all the Garfield comics, in which Jim Davis is like, "Yeah, you get it, then, huh?" (laughs) This is John is imagining all of this, like that was Jim Davis's take on it. It Was like, okay, finally someone understands
1: this. Really? Wow, that's interesting. We got to get him on the show.
0: It's all a narrative, and and John's head really tra- changes the way that you read Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> listeners, send us in your Garfield tapes, please. We love them. Please <laughs> send us anything. Oof! And we do want to welcome our new listeners to Absolutely. the show. Absolutely, hundreds of listeners. Oh my goodness, came by to listen to Crystal Quaid last week. Mm-hmm. You know what a draw. Uh, they, so they they happy. almost had
1: to shut the servers down. Mm-hmm. Oh. We had to borrow server space from uh
0: Fortnite. I emailed Elon Musk himself, uh-huh. the richest man in America, yeah. Should I get some server space. He sent it back. He sent well, it back you a message text saying
1: Grimes for his email. Right, right, right. Because yeah, You know yeah, yeah. Grimes. Uh-huh. But you didn't have a connect <laughs> with the him. I'm the father yet. of one of her other children. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> didn't know that she had any other. <laughs> she doesn't. Kids. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what what what's the child's name? USB C? <laughs> 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 no it's K
0: for car dan. Oh, okay okay Got yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> uh no and elon said i don't do servers uh email my friend jeff so that's what i did mm. we had to upgrade our servers dan we did because that's such an influx of new listeners <laughs> from our crystal quaid episode I'm going to say the second worst sounding episode of the podcast <laughs> due to the... It, it, really, it yeah. wasn't recording with masks. It was my mask had a big like thing in the middle that made it to where uh, it muffled my sound. And it mm. had a bunch of sound on the mic, whereas you and Crystal's masks were flat in the front and uh, did not in- impede the, the sound at all. But anyway, thank you to uh, old listeners for tolerating that. No one, No one cared. I guarantee yeah. nobody cared. I cared. Uh, But thank you for listeners for tolerating that. Sorry about that, new listeners. Um, They're not listening now. There's no way (laughs) they came back for more after that. That audio. Oh, I'm
1: sure they're listening. Andy, are you kidding me? We're covering a high profile. You (laughs) are you kidding me? Because I'm the (laughs) only one here to be kidding. (laughs) So you must be kidding me. Yeah, Andy. I I think they're definitely still listening. I think we've kept all the listeners that uh, came last week to hear the wonderful. Crystal Quaid stopped by. Mm-hmm. I think the only question now is who's next, Andy? Who what what's our next big profile guest? I don't know. Crystal Quaid. We got I mean, we gotta to top ourselves.
0: Um I did. I was halfway through composing an email to another prominent local politician. You don't mm-hmm. know about this, Dan. And then I saw uh, some of this person's stances on some things I care about mm. and erased the rest of that message. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I was like, uh, uh, I was having a conversation with the uh, previous guest, Josh Arnett, about that. And uh, he said he was thinking about reaching out to this person. I was like, I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to take Josh's <laughs> idea. And then uh, I got about halfway you through little it. Weasel. I, like, uh, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> I d- we did get some messages from other podcasters about Wow! How did you get Crystal Quaid to do the show? And the answer was, I asked yes. <laughs> I asked her. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, you know, so subscribe to the uh, Tower Club for uh, more insider info on the Crystal Quaid episode. We're going to be recording that one pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but suffice to say, she she pretty much told us she would do anything. Which yeah, makes sense. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did have like a tangential connection, like mm-hmm. social connection to her, but. In hindsight, I don't even know if that had much to do with it. Uh, it probably did. It probably did. Anyway, Dan, uh, break. I can tell you what I did over break. Thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. Um, I played video games. Oh that, sure, that's that's it. Uh, for the first the first half of my twelve uh, day break, I played Nintendo Switch mostly the game Hades, just over and over and over, I making it was runs. Hades. Yeah, it's Hades. Uh, I, I there, there's four worlds.
1: It's, it's a rogue like game, Dan. I st- I don't know what that means. I hear people say that.
0: It means that you... We'll go over it in our Tower Club
1: episode. Oh,
0: wow. Um, It's very repetitive in a good way. You build and build and build to get better and better. You build your character to get through these four dungeons, and you have to restart every single time when you die. That's roguelike. So Diablo is one of those. Oh, love it. It's one of my
1: favorite games of all time, Diablo
0: yeah. Two. Uh, one for me, staying up real late at Chris Burrows' house, getting real scared, having to call my dad to come <laughs> pick me up because I was too scared to stay the night at Chris's. Uh, that and Doom, Dan. The, yeah, you know those both. sounds <laughs> the, the around sounds. the corner. Yeah, and then something wonderful happened, Dan. I got a PlayStation Five. Wow. That's right. I'm in the Billy Dove Club now. Your new Me child. And Billy, guess who's also eating bugs, Billy? <laughs> well, I'm not. I don't have bug snacks, but I did get one. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. And we're just going to talk about video games on the Tower Club this week. We sure are. Um, so subscribe for $5 a month at towerclub.springfoodpod.com for that hot content. You know, <laughs> we do get people requesting more video game talk all mm-hmm. the time. Remember that episode where we talked about
1: Tetris for 20 minutes? Uh-huh. People were like, Give me more of those blocks, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think there's there's plenty more Tetris talk to go around. Mm-hmm. I got 146 lines out of
0: 150. I hit my personal best on Tetris 99 Marathon Mode, Dan, and uh, have not even been. I've barely been able to clear 100 since then. I got cocky. I was like, mm-hmm. I can definitely do this. My goal. I was talking about this on Twitter. My goal is to hit 150 in 2021. I, I think you,
1: I think you can meet that goal, Andy.
0: You beat it. One hundred fifty beats marathon mode, uh, and I want to finish a marathon mode game and focus on my score. Get that score <laughs> up, you know. Increase the tetri. Tetris, of course, is when you clear four <laughs> lines at once. Hence the name of the game. It's the best thing you can do. It's so satisfying, Dan.
1: Andy, you've changed. Have he, I? He's he's folks. Just to paint a picture. Andy is in his gaming chair. (laughs) It is. uh, It's similar to a dentist chair, surely in price, but in size as well. Uh, Just huge rig on this bad boy. Mm. Uh, You got the speakers in the headrest. Uh, speakers in the arms, speakers in the...
0: In my physical
1: arms. Uh I've got them
0: implanted.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm surprised you didn't get into that on on talking about the break. Tower club. That was was days worth of recovery Uh that 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 took, and your body tried to reject them. Uh, Does not look good. But yeah, Andy's a full-on gamer now. Uh Um, He's got his multiple systems lined up.
0: Of course, I do not have. I do not take on any identifiers of any kind, Dan. Mm-hmm. I would not refer to myself as a gamer, but it is true that in the year twenty twenty, I started playing games again mm-hmm. for the first time in about twelve years, and I've really been loving it. More about that on Tower Club. Half of that five dollars a month goes goes to Ozark's Food Harvest, which is great. Um,
1: He's ha- not just playing mind games anymore, folks.
0: What? Okay, got it. Um, can you tell? Our listeners, Dan, remind us again about uh, you know how many meals we provided or helped provide.
1: Oh well, I do not know that. Although Dan's um,
0: one responsibility for the podcast, I, taking I care know. of the money side of it. I
1: I, I need to get a full so, uh, full count. Uh, we, definitely over a thousand, probably approaching fifteen hundred to two thousand through the uh, Ozarks Food Harvest. Because mm-hmm. uh, if you subscribe to our Tower Club, half of the money you're given to us, we're given to them. Yep. Um, except the very little bit that goes to Pinecast right. to process the payments. and They everything. gotta wet their beak. They sure do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And what a big beautiful beak on Pinecast. Mm-hmm. They really have been great because I've had a lot of like troubleshooting stuff I've had to do and they've always been so helpful. Love Pinecast. If you want a promo code for that, if you're starting your own podcast, which seems like I've accidentally discouraged many, many people from starting their own by telling them everything they will need to do in order sure. to do it. Yeah. They've asked me. Uh, send us send us a message, and I'll we'll give you a little Pinecast promo Oh, absolutely. Anyway. We'd love that. Cool Dan. Cool I, Dan, that's what they call me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but th- th- that's This is Dan's new persona for uh, 2021. Uh-huh. He's going to be cool now.
1: Yeah, I'm cool now. Uh, I'm also calm. I'm also collected. Uh, The show is not ever going to be bad again. Uh, It hasn't really been bad ever, but uh, if it was ever perceived that way, that's no longer the case, folks.
0: We flirted with badness on that College Street Cafe episode, (laughs) but we... Badness did not take us
1: home that night. <laughs> I'm nodding down the I'm flirting with badness. <laughs> all right. Well, that's enough of all of that. <laughs> what restaurant did we uh, decide to pick this week?
0: London Calling Pasty Company, Dan. Wow. London Calling Pasty Company. We had flirted with this one before. In fact, it was on the books to cover in the month of May 2020 as part of our... Uh, Mall at the Mall, the Battle for Battlefield Uh miniseries that I think we've just decided not to do. Yeah, I don't think that one's Um, ever going to happen. No, unfortunately. (laughs) And I think some of those businesses no longer exist as part of it. So um, we were going to do all of the locally owned restaurants in the mall, but (laughs) I'd say that's the one negative effect of (laughs) (laughs) COVID-19.
1: So we are not going to get to do that. Mm
0: -hmm. London calling pasty company, Dan. The pasty. Is a baked pastry filled with meat and/or vegetables, a delicacy that originated in Cornwall, the southwesternmost country uh, southwesternmost county mm-hmm. of the country of England. Many cultures have traditional meat pastry dishes, but the Cornish claim theirs came first and proliferated as British people spread across the globe. <coughs> i'm sorry did i say did i say spread across i meant colonized <laughs> as they colonized the globe well they spread like a uh dirty
1: dirty virus mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah yeah um they were like covid three or four right yeah. The british yes yeah yeah uh-huh yeah oh bad bad joke don't like that one much uh-uh. at all nope. Any, all covid jokes are bad jokes yeah. none yeah. are good i only <laughs> dropped two of them within the span of i think mm-hmm. uh a hundred
1: seconds. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and I,
0: early on, I was like, "I'm just not going to do it." Sure. And this, that's maybe the only the third or fourth time I've mm-hmm. done it on the show. Hate,
1: hate it. Well, early on, you didn't acknowledge it as a yes, real thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the fact the British
0: began their colonization of Springfield, Missouri, in the year 2013, <laughs> when London Calling Pasty Company opened its first food truck location near the northwest corner of Glenstone and Chestnut in the erstwhile Springfield Mobile Food Park. Wow. The history of London Calling is one of the most thoroughly documented stories of any we've covered on this show, Dan. There are dozens of articles and even several videos about the business. Early on, now retired stalwart newsleader culture writer Ed Pico, who I've mentioned a bunch of times at this point, wrote a great London Calling article, and I will be sharing some selections from his work starting right now. The owners... Carrie Mitchell of Springfield, and a British-born, Neil Gome, are brother and sister-in-laws. They met when Mitchell's family traveled to Britain to meet Gome, who later married Mitchell's sister. During that trip, the family met the pasty as well. Ed, my man! Real good. Mitchell and Gome spent two years of intercontinental Skyping, to fashion a concept before opening the business remember
1: skype wow remember skype they really dropped the ball didn't they i'm mm. sure we're the first person people to I know to bring yeah. this up that well, skype uh, <laughs> i believe they were bought by microsoft uh-huh.
0: and <laughs> nobody uses that oh we yeah microsoft there, there was no
1: way for microsoft to uh Get Skype out to the people who already have it, I guess. <laughs> here's,
0: here's Neil Gohm. The pasty itself is not something that America knows about, so we knew we had to do something strong to bring people to us. The owners engaged their landlord, Transport Graphics, to outfit a trailer to resemble a London storefront, and they added an iconic double-decker bus and a vintage red phone booth to flesh out the British theme. The bus also provides what many food trucks lack, shelter. In adverse hmm. weather. As, okay. for the, as for the pasty itself, Mitchell was quick to point out that it is not a Hot Pocket. <laughs> Quote, every ethnicity has some kind of handheld pot pie,
1: yeah. she said. And the American one is the Hot Pocket.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love that. <laughs> uh, she said, such as the Italian calzone, whose crust resembles pizza dough. The pasty has a distinctive crimp, and generally... A short crust of butter and shortening, she said. And now, Dan, I'm going to play a couple video clips featuring uh, pasty hype man Neil Gome himself. Oh, please. Uh, The first was produced by the Springfield Visitors Bureau for their YouTube channel. I've talked about this channel before, but they do exceptionally high-quality work. And yet, most of their videos, including the one I'm about to clip here, have many, many fewer viewers than uh, this podcast has listeners, which is extremely unfortunate. Uh, Injust, I would say hey losers gonna lose (laughs) Mm. not the tone I was going for with that was going reverential but okay Uh, I'll link to the video in the show notes but here's Neil Gome talking about the history of London calling
2: so I'm Neil Gome I've been in Springfield for two and a half years I'm the co-owner of London calling pasty company And I'm Carrie Mitchell, I've been here
1: since 1988 and I'm a co-owner of London Collie Pasty
2: Company and I'm the chef. Um, One of the big crazes on each of the coasts at the moment is food trucks. It's really popular. And what we noticed is that there wasn't a pasty in Springfield, there wasn't really a a food truck scene. We could have been in a brick and mortar place, but we really wanted to stand out and be something different. Springfield is a a great community. Uh, I certainly personally have had a great warm welcome um, from visiting here.
1: It is family-friendly, and it's safe, and it's a place to live, you know. You can travel anywhere you want to from here, but you can live here. The life lesson that's found inside a pasty is it's not just what's on the
2: outside that counts.
0: The life lesson <laughs> that's found inside a
1: pasty uh-huh. is it's not what's on the outside that counts. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> I wonder what kind of life lessons where the pasty is going to reveal to us. But- what if the lesson is um the outside
0: is the best part <laughs> i guess <laughs> we'll, we'll find out we'll see what you think about we're going to play another clip but i do want to talk about the music there <laughs> not the uh royalty free rolling stones music oh yeah absolutely <laughs> i mean it, it,
1: it, was, it was lovely
0: yeah it was good it was a really good use of it i do think it was interesting that like it seemed like they realized there was some extra time in the video, but they'd already rendered it. And so rather than like go back and recut it, they just like cut out the silent bits Mm -hmm. because the music skips forward whenever the video cuts forward. That, you know... It was fine. And it kind of works in the actual video when you watch it. It It is weird to play it as just audio though so i want people to know that like it that that weird skip
1: is fine whenever you watch it in the video and kind of cool even that's my kind of music you know i (laughs) i like music that you hear on uh, diners drive-ins and dives uh or an ed commercial (laughs) that's just what i listen to that stuff all day education right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, EDU. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the last clip I'm going to play is from a 2015. I'm sorry, Dan. 2015.
1: Oh, excuse me. Uh, psych- I'm sorry about that, folks. I take it all back. You say what you want. I don't I don't want to I don't want to be a, a a grump about the way people say words. I say things all sorts of stupid. But you convinced me though.
0: <laughs> I think saying 20 is better and it is in keeping with how we say 19 or I, 18 or yeah, 17. I also
1: think it's better, but I don't want to police the way people this say is, anything. This say this is what a you want.
0: Reference to a previous episode, everyone. That's what's happening right say now. Say what you want to okay. say,
1: let the words fly out say what you want to say <laughs> okay well that's a different song that i was doing <laughs> all right um this is a
0: 2015 segment from uh, KOLR's ozarks live morning show wow. dan this is a t- tv program and how uh, are their numbers compared to ours i don't know i would assume probably they have maybe double uh, probably not that much <laughs> Uh, I have no idea. This is produced to promote the inaugural uh, Mo Food Truck Festival, at which we were judges, which mm-hmm. we will have to get into for Absolutely. reasons you'll understand in a second. You're going to hear Neil again, and you're also going to hear Ozarks Live hosts Tom Turton, Joy Robertson, and Kelly Smith. Wow. There's uh, not even that much new info in this, but you'll understand why I wanted to play it. Here it's goes. Turton
1: time. Now, as we've been talking about for a couple of weeks, the Mo Food Truck Festival is this weekend, and there are going to be about 18 trucks on hand to fill your belly. Yeah, I and want Mo Food, good stuff. And you yes, went to one of those I today. Did.
2: Well. You'll find everything from tacos to burgers to barbecue, sorbet, even beignets. I mean, it's gonna be a great deal. One of those trucks might look a little familiar to you. You see it parked along Glenstone at the Mobile Food Park and it brings a taste of jolly old England to love the it. Ozarks. Here I Here is London Calling. Hi there, well I'm Neil from London Calling Pasty Company and we've been here for two years now and we're trying to bring a taste of Britain to Springfield. Our most popular food item is the English pasty and the traditional one. Uh, the traditional pasty has got steak, rutabaga, onion and potato in it. It's a great meat pie and we wrap it in a pastry and it has a crimped edge that you can hold and eat all the filling. And it's really fulfilling as well, so you can eat that for lunch and you'll be filled up to till, till dinner time. What else we do here as well is uh, English Shepherd's Pies. We import English candy and we also uh, bring over English drinks called Fentimans, which is a brand in England. You can have fun drinks like ginger beer and dandelion and burdock and rose lemonade. We've got a double-decker bus that you can come and eat on board. Uh, It's air-conditioned or heated, depending on the weather. And uh, we've also got some fun English music playing on there as well. We've uh, created a foosball pitch, uh, human table foosball pitch, which you can play with all your friends. It's uh, the life-size version of the, the table game that you play with the little players, but you actually become the player as well. Uh, so come on down to London Corland, 836 North Glenstone Avenue. We'd love to see you and love to give you a taste of Britain.
1: Oh, I do love it. It's quite delicious. Uh, it was today, <laughs> yes, wasn't it? Was. it? Yeah, Every good day. Stuff. <laughs> offensive i would never andy you're not you're never gonna catch me doing an offensive caricature voice like that or yeah or just not not doing anything even close to the the real british accent disrespectful (laughs) now we're we're a couple anglophiles here Uh andy so we would never disrespect the union jack uh like that I mean, as great as all that was, uh, funnier than any of that was Tom Turton saying, we're going to get some stuff to fill your belly. (laughs)
2: Bellies.
1: Bellies. It was uh, insidious and uh, (laughs) has crept its way into my uh, spinal cord, I think.
0: (laughs) Now, we we didn't meet Tom Turton. No, no. But we were in the same room with him when we judged... The Mo Food Truck Festival mm-hmm. dessert competition. Dan. Wow. Uh, he was not one of the judges uh, of our sect
1: segment. No, we were judging the uh, dessert portion. Yeah. He was in. He was in the main. He, he, he was with the main. Yeah.
0: The main crew. Uh huh. And they had like nineteen different things to try, yes. whereas we had three. So he was really able to fill his
1: belly. <laughs> I think that was the Five first time. I'm Tom Turton. I need to fill my belly. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> we should really get him on the pod. And I must correct you, Andy. Uh, I actually have met Tom Turton. Oh, okay, just not at that yeah. event. I of course met him whenever I was on the news in the uh, defunct cooking segment. Oh, right, uh, Mike Jalili. Uh, he, he uh, uh, Tom Turton, signed a chef's hat that I, mm. I may still have—a paper chef's hat. Notorious tax fraud. <laughs> Hey, I'm not talking about my buddy Mike. No, no, no. Here. Okay, sure. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, no, that, that was a reference to uh, Mike, not Tom. <laughs> hey, we we don't know about Tom. Yeah. I mean, show I,
0: us your I, show us your taxes, Tom. Yeah.
1: yeah. Show us the returns, <laughs> Tom. Uh, while we're out at, who else should we call out to get their tax information? I don't know. How about why not Joy Robertson too? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, the raisin canes guys. Mm-hmm. I want to see those yeah. taxes. Who who are they? How are they paying off these police to hang out at their <laughs> chicken <laughs> shop all
0: day? Oh, clearly, the answer is in the question. <laughs> they are paying them with chicken.
1: Oh, Okay, well,
0: that sounds like kind of a and nice the cops gig. are like throw in some donuts and we'll work overnight. Oh, Andy, that's
1: disrespectful <laughs> to our officers. I d- I all mean, right, I could get paid in chicken. I mean, how, how long does police Academy take? <laughs> you should. Uh, well,
0: not 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 that long, Dan. <laughs> unfortunately, um, you you could go get a job at a chicken restaurant. That seems like a or any mm. restaurant, pretty much, except for vegetarian restaurant. You get some paid in chicken. I
1: no, because they're still going to pay you in cash, mm. and then you're going to have to buy that chicken. I I want I want the middleman removed. I don't want Uncle Sam getting involved. They they can't tax my chicken. That's <laughs> the thing. They can't take freaking 30% of that. I'll tell you that <laughs> only 30. We should talk more about <laughs> taxes. It's tax season tax <laughs> oh, season wow. baby season's over. Yo, it's Dan, you get your season. W2 yet? I did not. I'm, I'm so stoked to get my W2 Andy. It's true. Is I, I do get show? stoked whenever I oh, get my too. W2. Yeah. I, I do that thing so quickly. Mm. I mean, I don't, I don't have a lot going on financially, so it, it is usually <laughs> a pretty quick process, uh, but same here, buddy. Yeah. IRS.gov, folks. Don't go to the free file if you don't have a, a lot to do with your taxes don't pay anybody for it yeah you can do it straight on the irs's website they make it look very very easy i'm
0: only making six or seven figures a year right mm. now i'm I, eventually i'm gonna <laughs> get back up i'm gonna get back up uh-huh. there again and uh <laughs> This is not true. I'm so afraid people will think I'm being sincere. You I know figure they out wouldn't. Which but. which one it is. <laughs> six or seven. Or, kinda, yeah. I haven't really done the totals yet, you know. It's so the low sevens, uh-huh. if anything. Low sevens for sure. <laughs> um I mean, I don't know. Would you consider six six million? Is that low sevens? Or uh, <laughs> no, I
1: think I think if you round up, that's gonna go to ten. So that's gonna be the high sevens. No,
0: Andy, I, I teach elementary school yeah. folks. I worked all 12 months this mm-hmm. year, too. Uh, did just fine. Mm-hmm. Let's talk more about how much
1: money I make. I, I also make six or seven uh, dollars <laughs> per hour. <laughs> total. No, just for, uh, that's, that's gross annual. Uh, that, that's what I put down on the credit. SPS did,
0: is giving teachers a bonus this week, Dan. Oh, wow. Which is kind of cool. Get another, another 600 bucks coming my way. Nice. We'll probably spend that. On video game uh-huh. stuff, just like the other $600 <laughs> well, I got recently. Andy, if you drop $600 <laughs> on video
1: games, that's uh, that's a... Uh, I think you'll be good on video games I mean, after that. I
0: mean, I shudder to think how much it would be if I totaled up the amount I spent on Mm -hmm. games after I... Anyway. It's easy. London Calling. London Calling. Pasty Company, Dan. I want to go back to judging that food truck company. I'm going to come down positive on this restaurant for sure, but let's start with uh, pretty much the only negative thing I think we have to say about it, which is the time that we tried their dessert at the food truck. Yeah,
1: that's right.
0: Uh, Competition. We tried three. The one that we really liked was some Cajun Cajun Papa. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we tried two banana... Desserts, one of which was the Banoffee Pie uh-huh. from London Calling Food Truck Company. I've had this a few times uh, before we tried
1: it for the, the, the competition. And uh, not for me. Handy. Uh, it snuck right in there. I was going to say b- b- Banoffee, but not for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you kind of got it there. It's
0: kind of banana-y. has uh-huh. some uh, whipped cream stuff on it. It's just mushy and I'm sure there's real banana, but it has more of that artificial banana flavor than anything else. And I could see, you know, I could see this being somebody's favorite. Again, it's just it was not for me. I I didn't care for it.
1: Yeah, I I there's not much banana flavored stuff at all that I care for. I so you know it could mostly be that. But uh, yeah, I'm you know I I'm not I'm I'm not gonna order it anyway. Yeah, so I I don't really care how
0: good it is. Yeah, you you got you got the ones we tried this week from the. The SGF food mo the the food truck right Uh the Route sixty six yeah absolutely okay Uh, we we we'll talk about the planning behind this episode we did a bad job planning it so Dan (laughs) brought them over yesterday the day before we're recording. And uh, turns out that was the last day that yeah. they are going to be open for the season.
1: <laughs> yeah. They're, um, they're doing a up job so, covering
0: a restaurant that uh, uh,
1: nobody can go to.
0: No, no, no. They have other locations. Oh, yeah. Uh, they have one in the mall, which we highly mm. recommend people go to the mall mm-hmm. right now. It's a great idea. And also...
1: Price cutter on... Price Republican cutter on... National. Yeah,
0: Republican National. Republican mm-hmm. um, National. I've tried a bunch of stuff from this restaurant. I'm going to talk about a few things that I didn't try this week also. But uh, the one thing I was sad that I didn't get to try was the one thing they only do at the mall, which is the fish and chips. Oh, really? Fish and chips. Yeah. I haven't tried it. Just full stop. Haven't had it. So that's that's a bummer. So just just to let everybody know, we're going to talk about the pasties mm-hmm. uh, primarily because that is their main thing. But I have heard good things about the fish and chips.
1: Now we both tried four pasties. Mm-hmm. I was just going to rank them go yeah. from go from least favorite to favorite. So if you got anything else, Andy, you need to get it out right now because this train's about to start a rolling.
0: Sure. Uh, they. They frequently... I think they have more than one truck that goes around. They've got the main one. They've mm-hmm. got another truck that, that drives around and does events and stuff. And the thing that I'll get at events a lot is the sausage roll. Sure. Um, that looked good. It looks like a big old piggy in a blanket. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we'll talk about their crust extensively, I'm sure. It's really buttery. It's nice and crispy on the outside, real soft uh, on the on the, the inner layers that aren't the crimped mm-hmm. part. Um, it's tasty. It's really good. Nice it's flakiness. very Yeah, absolutely. It the the sausage rolls—it's uh, got their sausage. I wish had a little bit more bite to it, and sure. we'll, we will get to that. And by bite, I mean like spice, a little mm. bit of heat. It has almost none. It just tastes similar to just straight beef, even though it's probably pork. But it's good. It's, it's just a really good like portable food. Uh, Back when I used to get it a lot, I think it was like three fifty or something. Yeah. So you could get it for really cheap and just carry it around. I for think a it's good only three ninety nine now. Oh, okay, not, not cool. bad. Yeah, uh, pretty t- pretty tasty. Really enjoy the sausage roll. It's a great choice if you're on the go or at an event or something. Similar to all the food at this place. But uh, the pasties are the main event here.
1: Did you get any crisps?
0: I did not. I, did I, not. Know, I don't
1: know if they're house-made or if they're just bagged crisps. Uh, no, I, they're I, not. I don't
0: know. No, they're, they're not house-made. They're oh. bagged. But it's like a, some British brand that they sure. import. They also do the Fentiman's British Soda, which Neil talked about in one of those mm-hmm. clips we listened to. And I have tried that before. I'm not a big soda person. But I think it's one of those brands that uses natural sugar, uh, so you don't get that artificial flavor that you get from an American soda. And I remember it being pretty tasty whenever I tried it. Uh, I used to spend a lot of time with someone who was actually a bit of an Anglophile, and so we would sometimes go to events. They will do they used to do like trivia events, like Harry Potter trivia. Oh, sure. Uh, uh, turf trivia. Um, <laughs> and we would go to that, and... Uh, I don't know. It was a lot of fun. Just like sit outside, answer questions mm-hmm. about Harry Potter, eat British food, listen to people do their horrendous British accents, <laughs> and Niels, who is absolutely lovely. Um, I love listening to his voice.
1: Um, also, one of the friendliest people in the biz. And can I just reiterate? I would never. To to do a voice of somebody from an, another culture, especially one as historied as the British Empire. Mm-hmm. I, I, d- disrespectful yeah. andy
0: yeah totally unproblematic the way we talk about it is uh not weird at all <laughs> you know <laughs> glad we're all allies now <laughs> things are great everything's awesome uh anyway how are we already 40 minutes in <laughs> andy, <laughs> that is insane
1: andy, that that opening <laughs> salvo was uh was something else. It it, it may have been our master stroke as Mm -hmm. far as uh, 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 long meandering (laughs) openings to the show go. (laughs) Mm, Yeah, we're very good at it. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I guess let's get into these pasties, And You want to
0: rank them? I didn't rank them, so let's just run down your rankings, and I'll I'll give my thoughts as we go.
1: I'm going to rank them, Andy. Number four. Mm. And I got the top four up there. They're the first four on the menu. There are a couple more on there, like a, a bacon chicken cheese yeah. and like a cheeseburger one. They do seasonal ones as well. Yeah, the, yeah. but these four, they seemed like yeah. the 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 Brit choices. Definitely. Number four, the Bombay. <gasps>
0: Dan.
1: Okay. Whoa. Tell right. me about it. All right. It seems as if we're deviating. This is vegetarian. Mm-hmm. I think I told you it was vegan. Yeah, but obviously not wrong. The, the crust butter. is way too yeah. delicious and buttery.
0: No, vegan crust can be really, really Absolutely good. it
1: can be. It's just this is specifically butter. Uh-huh. It's a yeah. butter crust.
0: Roasted cauliflower, mm. tender chickpeas. chickpeas, and, and golden, golden potatoes marinated, potatoes and marinated in spicy, spicy crushed tomatoes, tomatoes. With, with spices notes, notes of <laughs> coriander.
1: <laughs> Let's just go back a little bit. With,
0: with spice, spice notes of coriander, coriander turmeric, turmeric, garam, garam masala, masala garlic, garlic, and cayenne. And cayenne. I see. We
1: took the same notes. <laughs> well, uh, you know, it. You can really tell whatever the restaurant has a picture menu or like a PDF menu mm-hmm. versus a menu that is in text on the website uh-huh, that you can uh-huh. copy and
0: paste, <laughs> and really
1: well written as well. I, I, I like the. Uh, I like oh. the ordering of everything. Uh, this
0: this place, their like presentation to the world is top notch. You yeah. really can't do better. Their yeah. PR oh, is awesome. yeah, they got
1: pictures of everything. Real, re- re- real nice stuff it, here.
0: It really matches. Neil's personality talked about how he is the nicest mm-hmm. dude. Uh, my aunt works with him a lot, actually, and uh can't say enough good about him. Every interaction. I've talked to him a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know that I am the famous person <laughs> that I am. No, that's <laughs> ridiculous. Yes, no, uh, no, he doesn't know me from anyone else, and he's always just so friendly, so kind, and outgoing. Uh, yeah, great website. Bombay.
1: The Bombay, Andy. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Bombay is a bad pasty. Mm-hmm. I don't think it tastes bad. It's just not a taste that I prefer. That you oh, know, this gotcha. mimics a certain type of Indian dish. I I feel like I've tasted and tasted it whenever I've ordered a dish called Chicken Sixty Five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. And I, I, Honestly, I think it's just the coriander. Yep. I, I think I have a little aversion to coriander. Mm. I think it's a fl- taste that doesn't quite jive with me. Other than that, texturally, this is great. I yeah. love the different oh, totally. textures you get yeah. with all the vegetables. I love the texture of the potatoes here. Mm-hmm. Those were just cubed, but still with some tooth to them. Yep. Why, don't, why don't you get into it? It sounds like this is
0: your favorite. Really tomato-y? Uh, it's got a little oniony sweetness mm-hmm. to it. Real nice texture, I agree. It's got those chunks of cauliflower and potato. Big chunks of cauliflower, smaller chunks of potato. Uh, just a little, like a 1% heat level to it. Um, it's got a little tongue burn. No throat burn True. at all, but it's just a little burn on the back of the tongue, which I really liked that flavor, Dan. Um, this one uh, made a real man out of me. <laughs> I'm saying it was a big, fat, fatty. Oh, okay. Um uh, this was by far the fattest, most stuffed one of the four, uh-huh. that, the four that we tried, and I, I agree. I, I did not expect to like this one because it. Uh, this is not the one that I regularly order, and this was my favorite of the ones that we tried. Really? Yeah, I really loved it. I loved the flavor. I loved like the balance of all the different flavors in it. Thought this was really fantastic. Hmm. Would order again. Will order again. Nice. Yeah. What was your
1: third favorite? So, you know, much like the. Bombay, All right. there's there's a dividing line between my favorites and my non favorites, mm-hmm. and it's the ones that you can dip in the gravy. Now, oh, which is why I'm gonna talk about that in a bit. My third favorite is the chicken tikka masala. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love tikka masala. This reminds me more of the tikka masala that I have like had homemade, yeah. uh, from my girlfriend rather than uh, you know like Zaker or something. One of our award winning pasties. Diced chicken breast is tossed in a curry-spiced tomato cream sauce, one of Britain's favorites, because yep. the uh, favorite yep. has uh, you in it, British,
0: Andy. My my note on this, I'm going to add something. I think what they should put to start this description is a colonialist colonial, a colonial t- ah, I messed it up. A colonialist treat. Okay. Uh, you know, because how... Great Britain, for whatever reason, will now like claim the tikka masala taste as a British taste, Sure. even though it's something they uh, <laughs> took from a country they invaded.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like it might be a little more complicated lo- than that. It's like yeah, an oh, amalgamation of, of their yeah. their foods, but uh, certainly seems to belong more to one place uh, than the uh-huh. other. Uh, but you know, the the one thing I thought that was missing from this is what I would consider the more anglicized. Part of a uh, tikka masala, mm-hmm. which is the cream. Yep. I just didn't think that the sauce was very creamy. Mm-hmm. It was very tomatoey, uh, more leaning towards the flavor of the Bombay. Yep, uh, which you know I thought was fine. But uh, I, I really love uh, whenever I order tikka masala, I want it to be almost orange. Yeah, I don't mind sure. spiciness on it. But that cream is just really what's doing it for me.
0: I love the intensity of the flavors of Indian food, Mm -hmm. and that intensity is not present in this tikka masala at all. I totally agree, though I still like it. This used to be my favorite. This used to to be my go-to there for whatever reason. It's just kind of reliable, like you knew exactly what you're going to get every time. Um, Yeah, I... It, yeah, this turned out to be my least favorite of all four. Oh, really? That we tried, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like, you know, that diced chicken. Ma- the, the masala sauce is so mild. It's so mild. It barely tastes like masala, just, just a little mm-hmm. bit in there. Still still good. I mean, uh, these things live and die by the crust, really, and the crust is just awesome. Like, we didn't talk about that. Yeah. The edges of these, these things are so thick, and uh, you bite into them, and they're buttery and delicious it's called the crimp, crimp actually,
1: actually. And, uh, rather than the crust it it's insane it? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's so good mm-hmm. it, it it comes only second to uh one other crust in town but that crust is a crust and this of course is a crimp so yeah, yeah i'd yeah. say it's probably the best that, crimp in that, town that other crust is crimped though but it's not a crimp, Andy.
0: Okay, sure. Uh, I know. That that crust, if you can go listen back, is in the Pantheon. <laughs> oh, and, it's uh, way in the Pantheon. Yeah, hey, you, you might hear a little bit more about that crust next week on Spring Food Mo. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, tikka masala, my least favorite of the four that I tried, Dan. What was your second
1: favorite? Andy, my second favorite was the traditional mm-hmm. because now we're in gravy territory, Yeah, baby. we sure are. 99 cents, and you get a little bowl of gravy up there and anything that can be dipped in the gravy. Really, I mean, I guess the crust of my other ones could have still been dipped in the gravy, but those flavors aren't going to quite mesh. It is time for one of our special segments. Oh, Um, this is (laughs) gravy
0: break. (laughs) It's where we have to talk about the gravy at this place. It's brown gravy. Mm -hmm. Uh, It seems like what I I had always been led to believe is like traditional southern brown gravy to me, just like real fatty and uh, savory. Pretty tasty stuff, Dan. Just tasted like like a powdered gravy you just oh, mix up at home. You know, this kind of leads me into a point I wanted to make about the. Pl- I don't understand where their name comes, London Calling. I don't know where this came from.
1: I, I'm, it's really i really couldn't answer.
0: Yeah, the some of these flavors really clash with each other, though. Um, <laughs> it, these Indian flavors or alleged Indian flavors don't mix with the gravy. Not even a little bit. Mm-hmm. In fact, they really don't the Bombay and the Tikka Masala. When you dip them in the gravy, uh, <laughs> you tried this. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. They taste bad. Yeah, I can imagine. It <laughs> <That> doesn't <laughs> sound good. In all seriousness, though, um, <laughs> the song London Calling is about the scourge of heroin in London. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we naming anything positive We're, after that song? Was
1: lo- was London Calling not a term prior to the I the don't clash know, song? Dan. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know either. Probably was maybe. Anyway, the gravy is really tasty and it mixes really well uh, with the stuff that's steak and potatoes.
1: So I agree, Andy. Mm. And however, you're leaving out the delicious rutabaga, Andy. Mm-hmm. Mm i love that rutabaga yeah in this traditional one the traditional let's just go ahead and read the copy here a tip of the hat (laughs) it has in quotes for some, i think that's to be pronounced a tip of the hat in in traditional (laughs) cornish british cornish a a tip of the hat to ya you would never do anything like that i'm irish Andy. yeah Uh, As far as I've been led to believe. Uh, I mean, Cornwall
0: is about as far away you can get from Ireland Uh, while still being in England. (laughs) But yeah,
1: Cornwall where Apex twin is from. I don't know. know. A tip of the hat (laughs) to the Cornish originating to to the Cornish period. Excuse me. Originating in Cornwall comma England period comma comma. This is the traditional pasty that started it all, exclamation point. Tender bites of steak, onion, golden potato, and rutabaga baked together to create a warm, satisfying meal. This is pretty good. It is good. Real small cubes of potato. Cubic potato. They're so tiny. Yeah. And they don't. They don't melt in your mouth. I got you know that toothiness to them. I don't know how long they cook these bad boys, but I can't believe that they're still. Maybe they don't parboil them at all before Mm. putting them in the pasty. I don't know. That uh, is part of this
0: is the stuff you put in the pasty is uncooked. I was doing research about pasties this morning. You you put the stuff in there. Surely they're not putting chicken in there uncooked because that seems like. That wouldn't really work,
1: but... (laughs) Marinated chicken. It's all
0: supposed to cook inside the pasty. That's the idea, at least from the article I read this morning.
1: I believe it, especially with those potatoes. Uh, You know, this could maybe creep towards the number one Mm. spot, Andy, except... Some some of the steak in there had had a little a, a little chew to it, a little yeah, gristle 100% to it. One hundred percent agree with you. And uh, I that that's just something I I don't love. But mm-hmm. boy, does it mix well with that gravy?
0: Yeah, sure does. Uh, my my notes said beef had good flavor, but it had some weird bits in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, overall, this tastes like a Christmas dinner to me, Dan. Just like all the stuff on the table for a Christmas dinner, uh, all wrapped in a really tasty uh, pastry dough, mm. cooked up, and uh, you just eat and taste it all at once. Yeah thought this was delicious. It was real, real good. Totally agree. Second or third favorite for me, for yeah. sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Number one, though. Got to be my namesake, the Bangers and Mash. <laughs> what? Well, I famously recorded a uh, one single song with my good buddy, Josh, who oh, lives right. in uh, Minnesota under the name Bangers and Mash. I, of course, was Mash. He's Bangers. Uh, That's good. I like it. Thank you. Cool. Thank you. Sausage seasoned
0: with herbs and parmesan and Uh wrapped in whipped mashed potato. Dan, that's right, Andy. This is a just a pastry full of potato. Yeah, and some sausage. That's it.
1: Just a couple (laughs) chunks of sausage in there. Not going too overboard with it. Totally agree on the sausage. Doesn't have a whole lot of bite to it, but I I thought it was nice and you know tender. Mm -hmm. Some nice tender bits of sausage in there. The potatoes are super buttery it it's just mashed potato pie Mm -hmm. it's just it's mashed potato pie with sausage it's so so good they Mm. also have shepherd's pie up here which i guess is also that yeah but i don't know why you would remove the crust from this i the actually their shepherd's pie is their singular gluten-free uh uh, option up there because i imagine it has none of this crust on it Uh, which would just be a shame, although I do think their potatoes are really good. So maybe it is tasty, but I I don't know why you're going here if not for that crust and gravy. The word shepherd, one of the earliest portmanteaus, Dan.
0: I don't know if that's true historically, but I love that we just have a word that we combine sheepherder Uh into into one word. Love it so much. (laughs) Shepherd. Yeah.
1: That's because of that Cornish accent. Mm-hmm. Shepherd. 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 That's my Cornish accent. I, oh, I'm a shepherder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you do? I'm a shepherder. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, that's how it came to be. Uh-huh. Uh,
0: London calling, Dan. Oh, wait. I really like the bangers and mash. Do I uh-huh. agree with everything you said? Yeah. I wish that their sausage, like I mentioned with the sausage roll earlier, I wish their sausage had a little bit more, you know, Heat to it. Mm-hmm. Mostly it's just savory, real good texture. Um yeah. Wish
1: it had a little more spice to it, but I guess that's not the English way. I like the Parmesan in there too. I think mm-hmm. it adds to this butteriness mm-hmm. that I'm talking about. And I think I like this twice as much as I- of any of the others. Wow. Other I, I thought this huh. was like number one with the bullet. I wrote in my notes this one is essential. Like I I would I'm getting this again. I, I guess in the huh. spring, whenever they open back up. This one's definitely two or three for me.
0: Um, but again, Bombay is number one. The two Christmas dinner tasting ones, I include the bangers and match. Mm-hmm. Uh, two or three. And then Tikka Masala, number four. And I liked them all. Yeah. Liked them all. They're all tasty. Yeah. I would say that I uh, loved the Bombay. Loved the Bombay. So, anything else we need to talk about with regards to London Calling Pasty Company? I would say, by far, my second favorite pasty company and. <laughs> <in>, uh... <laughs>
1: Springfield, <laughs> Andy. Who, wh- wh- what's the other one that you're referring to? Oh, Jamaica Patico, baby. Yeah, they are really good.
0: Yep, and, and they're nice, both really good. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to discount either one of them. But I'd say that one's a little more my speed. Lots stronger flavors in the filling there. Just mm-hmm. my taste, sure. like an intense flavor.
1: A little know? smaller, a little cheaper, half the price. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I I think I'm gonna go. Uh, what what are we rating this out of? Big buses. <laughs> oh goodness, out of big buses, <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to go. I'll go four big buses, Andy. I like this. I'd like to try that sausage yep. roll. Uh, I'd like to try. I think they have some other dessert options up there yeah. too that 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 look tasty. But yeah, I think I think four is yeah. perfectly fine for them.
0: I'm gonna go four point five. Wow, I really like this place a lot. I get excited when I see it as an option at a festival or something. Or just even they, they 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 camp out at breweries too, and uh, it's a great choice, especially in the the spring and fall months when it's a, when it's cool outside but it's still warm enough to be outside. You know love seeing the love seeing the london calling truck out there great festival food portable it's not even that messy for as you know liquidy as some of the stuff inside yeah. can be it's not very messy it's it really all contained isn't. in yeah. there really enjoy this you know i joked about there being another p- patty slash pasty place mm-hmm. um but this is really doing two different things True. totally different things uh this is pretty unique as far as i know you can't really get anything like this around and the only other place that we covered that was specifically, well, we covered two other places, specifically like British food, and uh, this one's a lot different than both of those, and I really like totally. it a lot. Yeah. I think it's really tasty. So 4.5 from me, 4 from Dan, and that wraps up our review of London, London, Collin.
1: London, Calling. Pasty Company. London, Collin. Yep. Andy, it's a new year. It's 2021. It sure is, Dan. And
0: off to such a good start here at Spring Food Mo. Incredible. No mistakes made so no. far.
1: No, not a single mm-hmm. one. This episode very much planned out mm-hmm. in advance. Yep. And uh, given the full Spring Food Mo treatment, I'd like to leave something behind in 2020, Andy. You're <laughs> the body in which your soul resides? <laughs> <laughs> what were you originally going to say? <laughs> that was
0: it. Oh, okay. Um, so you're gonna die this year. That's what I'm
1: saying. No, I'll hold on to that bad boy. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> what I'm leaving behind in 2020, Andy, are these unwanted guest pop-ins mm. in the last minutes of our show, Andy? What? From now I on, I love this. No, no, they're gone, Andy. No, no I'm more about, unwanted my pop-ins. <laughs>
0: wait, wait. So from you're, now on, we're no longer going to do my favorite part of the show. Is that? <laughs>
1: no, we're Andy. <laughs> Of course we're still gonna have folks drop by for the final oh, segment of the okay. show. But from now on they're playing, Dandy.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, we're gonna plan. We start planning.
1: Yeah. It's starting with this week's final segment for the show. Mm. Yeah, keep going. Just just stretch it out. Stretch
0: it out. <sighs> We well, can tell like the hallmark of a, of a plan is that, it you know, you, you take a lot of time to prepare for it to start in the moment while recording. Sorry, I
1: was just looking at something in my notes that doesn't make any sense. I think it's a carryover <laughs> from last week. <laughs> so last week, do we have, do you have one notes document? You don't do a new one for every week? No, no, I usually clear it out. I have a, you know, I have a couple different one for the Tower Club, one for the regular. Okay, it's like a template. Got a spot where my fact goes, and that's really weird, Dan. Go really? ahead. Yeah, I didn't it's think odd. it was that weird. I,
0: I, I do. I have a separate one, so I can go back and look at every single
1: week's notes if I. to. I mean, to. that would make sense, but I like to erase it. I like to <laughs> just to just to say it's gone now. It, it's gone. It didn't matter in the first place. I mean, that's true. Last week we obviously crushed it. Yeah, everything went perfect except for the audio. Uh, even that. Was still better than most podcasts, I would Mm, say. So we got that. Shots fired at every other
0: Springfield (laughs) podcast. Yeah, I'm going to shame people for not having 15 years of audio experience going into it. Still having much larger (laughs) listening bases than us. Yeah, for sure.
1: Who cares? We crushed it last week. Probably nothing we could have done better uh and the results have obviously showed we Uh have thousands of new listeners um you said hundreds earlier but of course hundreds compound in Mm. two thousands place value Mm -hmm. you just didn't want to like you know brag but in hundreds is the lowest number you can think of because you're so rich Mm -hmm. uh and that like guides how you think of numbers in general yep but andy like i'm high dan (laughs) When it comes to numbers, I like them high. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you sure do, <laughs> Andy. I, I, you know, last week for for the last segment of the show, we had Curtis Schmo, Curtis Schmo, who you know, seventy percent of uh-huh. that
0: was him telling us about previous uh, appearances uh-huh. on the show. Yeah, uh-huh. loved that. At least seventy percent, uh-huh, I would uh-huh. say.
1: I Did you love that? Because I specifically have heard you talk about other podcasts in the past mm, yeah. and said that you fan. do not like whatever they <laughs> reiterate the uh, the the guests, uh, uh, all the all their... Especially hate, hate when that becomes the bit uh-huh. to
0: uh, waste as much time as possible yeah. uh, going over stuff that's already been done. Hmm. Anyway,
1: go ahead, Dan. Curtis must not have known that. Yeah. Or else I, he probably wouldn't have come <laughs> in and done that last week. <laughs> Andy, d- you know, Curtis... He he couldn't be here this week. I wanted to have him on to kind of talk over what happened last week. Sure. He couldn't be here. Yeah, he's lying low right now. Uh, apparently, you got to go to his
0: Patreon to hear that mm-hmm. stuff. Kirk, oh yeah, yeah. got to go to the Kirk Club. Yeah,
1: and and, and I understand because a lot of this information that he brought forth to the representative has made its way to the floor and it, it's it's uh, kind of spread and disseminated throughout the culture. So he doesn't want any blowback for uh, the uh, truths mm. that he's bringing yeah. to light. Yeah. Um, and with that in mind, our, our very much planned last segment of the show this week, Yeah. Uh, the top five people that would have gone over better with our prestigious guest uh, Crystal Quay. Yeah. Still wild that she did the show, but yeah, go ahead. If only she'd known. Uh. Andy, number five. Uh. Yes, five. He's cute. Yep. Recognizable inoffensive couldn't possibly uh, destroy somebody's political career okay our number five guess that would have been better than Curtis Schmo mm-hmm. for the prestigious uh, yeah we got it got the, we got the premise. crystal hmm ladies and gentlemen Gatton Matarazzo. oh Gatton it's been a while since he's been on accepting this award
0: oh whoa is Gatton Madarazzo. Whoa! so you did plan you invited these people well done, Dan. I'm proud of you. Hey, guys. What's up? Gatton. It's so it's good me. to see you again. It's me, Gatton Matarezzo. We haven't seen you since the, insert episode
1: here, episode. Yeah. It's been a while. Uh-huh. I also totally remember when it was. Uh huh. And I was talking about my show, which I also remember the name of. Hasn't left me mm-hmm. at all. I scare folks. And uh, I tell them that they have uh, new high-paying jobs, uh, only to find out that it with a uh, ruse to uh, scare them. and uh, and get my prank company off the Mm -hmm. ground. So I'd like to accept this award, and uh, I dedicate it to my wonderful friend, Finn Wolfhard from (laughs) Calpurnia. (laughs) Wow, thank you, Gatton. And I'm sure that there's probably an applause noise happening right now. Hmm. They did seem like a little bit of a rehash of one of his previous
0: bits, but let's see if anybody else brings any new ideas to the table
1: here. Andy. Uh Uh-huh. The number four guests that probably would have gone over better with our prestigious guest, uh, Mm -hmm. Crystal Quaid. Bye, God. Number one. Funny voice. Mm. Number two. Subjective. Antagonistic to Andy. Pretty normal. Folks, it's Cockney Charlie. Here Uh. to accept his award is Cockney Charlie.
0: All right.
1: Cocky Chuck. Oi,
0: governor. (laughs) Are you from Australia now? No. I'm from jolly old we should, England. We should invite you and Mike Parsons on, Parson at the on at the same time, so you can say "Oi, governor"
1: to him. Why would I possibly know who that is? Uh, because he's on your travel visa to Springfield. His name? Oh yeah, I guess it is. I guess that is his <laughs> name on my travel visa, here, isn't it? <laughs> Anyway, would have loved to come on the show last week and met Crystal Quaid, who somehow I do know, despite not <laughs> knowing who Mike Parsons is, and uh, just wanted to say I'm so glad that you guys covered London Calling today. Mm. That's some of my favorite stuff, right there. Are it you? Is.
0: Were you happy that we were so respectful and like didn't do accents? You know, would you have been offended if we did have atten- attempted some kind of British accent?
1: Would I have been bloody offended if you? frankly, took a squat all over my Union Jack. <laughs> are you asking if I would have been bloody offended by that? <laughs> do you, yes. Do you know what a Union Jack is? I don't. <laughs> Isn't it like the head of
0: a union? I'm pretty sure it's oh, out of
1: here. <laughs>
0: a crew of workers. Get,
1: you shut your mouth, Andy. Fine. Andy, please shut your mouth. <laughs> Folks, that was Cockney Charlie. Man, this is going just as well <laughs> as that last segment last <laughs> week. Number three, he's harmless. I'm sure that there was applause leading Cockney uh-huh. off the stage.
0: Oh, I thought you said the word harmless. Finally, someone <laughs> harmless. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah absolutely. Uh, specifically to a political career. Number one, he, he, he's classic. Mm. Longtime guest, tried and true. Some would say. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Cold Stone Cream Austin, oh, number Cold three. Stone, we love him. Cold Stone could not be here tonight. Oh. He uh, did get his foot stuck in a garden hose uh, <laughs> somehow. I, I, I'm i not in sure. The, in the spout? I think so. It doesn't say it got tangled up with a garden hose, but rather the whole, and he's sending me a picture. Yes, it looks like his big toe <laughs> is, is <laughs> trapped within the actual spout part. Okay. Up the garden hose. That seems
0: extremely painful and dangerous.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number two, Andy. Mm. Easy bit. No real explanation needed. Certainly no retreading. Not that that's a bad thing. I like that. Stuff. What do you mean bit? Um, not immediately tieable to politics either. Yeah. The number two Guest that would have gone over better with our prestigious guest, Crystal Queen, Randolph the Corn, No Snowboy. <laughs> and accepting the award for Randolph is Randolph himself. Randolph
0: the Corn, No Snowboy. Purveyor of the show's best bits. Uh-huh. Also, my nose is corn. That's my deal. Got a corn nose. It's me, Randolph. I'm so happy to be back. Didn't expect to be back this soon. Thanks for the call, Dan. I did not know Randolph was going
1: to be back. No, uh, I, I, I mean... The, the envelope was handed to me sealed from our producer. Oh, our producer. Yeah. Dan Chilton.
0: <laughs> Maybe Dan- that's something now. Dan <laughs> <In-ber. laughs> It's the month uh-huh. we know and love. Absolutely. I love Dan. His mom gave me my
1: nose. I I hear the my mom gave you your nose as an added layer of canon. So unfortunate that it came as the orchestra is playing you off. (laughs) I'm sure that this is all evident in the audio as well. Wow. Wonderful to have Randolph back on the show. Yeah. Would love to know more about how my mom gave him his corn nose. Someday.
0: We'll have to have him back to ask about that.
1: Just great stuff there. Andy, our number one late show guest mm-hmm. that would have gone over better with Crystal Quaid. He's cute. <laughs> just like Gatton. <laughs> he's harmless to a political career. That's for sure. He's he's not specifically bringing up uh, conspiracy theories, which uh, is a thing that's now pervaded the oh, uh, yeah. political spectrum mm-hmm. and uh, d- Literally can't even be touched by uh, uh, anybody who would like to keep on doing that outside of the far right wing extremist space. Andy, it's Terrence Howard and Scotty Uh, Bobo. Yeah, some of my some of my all time favorites. Yeah. Oh, and here they come! Here they are scuttling up to the stage. Hi, Uh, hi, hi, Terrence. Hi, Scotty. A toddler. Hey, guys. It's Hi, me, What's
0: new? It's been a little bit for you both also.
1: Yeah, that's why right. it's been a while for me. You doing, and you're I, doing virtual preschool? Yeah. Oh, yeah, obviously. I mean, we got to learn those colors and mm-hmm. it's not too hard. You just put them on the screen and, uh, you know, I, uh, wet is wet. Orange is orange. Honestly, I'm kind of past some of the stuff. <laughs> I like shapes. <laughs> what are your favorite shapes? Uh, Spaghetti. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, I'm sorry. uh, Scotty didn't expect to be up on this big stage today in front of all these people who you've gathered here for this third segment Mm or end of the show awards show. Yeah, we invited all
0: all of our new listeners yeah. after last episode yeah. to come and observe yeah.
1: from a distance. And I'm sure they're going to stick around after all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a highly referential what? bit to mm-hmm. the old bit? stuff in the show. What?
0: bit. Like, I don't... It's not even the first time this is... What, I don't understand what you mean, a bit. We just have guests on our show. It's not like a comedy thing. I'm
1: bit, bits like your pinky. Like mm. you
0: bite... Your pacifier.
1: Yeah. Okay. yeah, like I bit it.
0: Are you a little old for a pacifier? I mean, you, you fully speak. You a little old for a pacifier? Uh, well, case in point. I guess not.
1: Now you've made Scotty upset. We really have to go. You shouldn't have brought up that he was too old for a pacifier. He just loves his bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his bit. And they're gone. All right. Wow. What a way to start the year Andy. Mm -hmm. i i I don't think we can ever go back to these pop-ins i i I, from now on i want all completely planned fully fleshed out and thought out end of the show segments like that one
0: sounds great dan (laughs) love having a planned bit especially this one that was totally planned from Uh the start to the fin bit (laughs) like a bacon bit (laughs) oh yes yeah, I just yeah. love to snack on bacon bits uh-huh. while we're recording. Mm-hmm. Bacos. Yeah. To- that, you know, they're More made of soy. talk. Yep. yep. Yeah. All right, Dan. Speaking of soy, <laughs> time for a couple of <laughs> soy boys to sign off.
1: Yep. This is the soy boy sign off like we do every single week. Mm-hmm. Uh, forgot to mention it last week. Uh, Andy, do you have anything that you want to get out there to the folks? I don't think so.
0: We're about to go record a Power Club episode where we're mm-hmm. going to i'll delve in deeper to some of the stuff we alluded to during this episode and should be mm-hmm. fun half of that money goes to uh ozark's food harvest five dollars a month we were able to provide a lot of meals for people who needed food in springfield last year and i'm gonna get a rock solid number on that gonna by do next the same week's episode thing this year and it's the best thing we get to do with the show so
1: yeah absolutely and also uh get, get out there and support the uh southwestern missouri solidarity fund that mm-hmm. we plugged in last week are we we're in that for that this week as well no, we could i i i just love what they're doing out mm-hmm. there and uh I, I, people can get involved with that i i need to get more involved with it beyond recording ads for it i mm-hmm. I, I, I i love what they're doing
0: yep absolutely okay we will see everyone next week. we've got some special guests and we're gonna review a restaurant that we've uh we've already eaten there a couple times so yep. <laughs> all right Good night. I assume everyone's listening in the PM. Uh We're a PM show. Oh, yeah, this is after dark. Turn the lights all the way down. Listen in the dark with your sweetie. (laughs) Bye.
1: Thanks for listening to Spring Food Mo. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to hear two bonus episodes
0: per month, join the Spring Food Mo Tower Club. Go to towerclub.springfoodpod.com.
1: On one episode, we talk about whatever, and on the other, we review all the new restaurants in town. Joining the Tower Club is only $5 a month. Half
0: of that helps us put on the podcast, and the other half is donated to Ozarks Food Harvest to help
1: fight hunger in the Ozarks. So you're saying listeners can donate money to a good cause and get two more episodes of our dumb show? That's what I'm saying, Dan. $5 a month
0: at towerclub.springfoodpod.com. Cool. Thanks for the money. <laughs> Springfood Media.